Hello and welcome to the AMA Update video and podcast series. Today we're talking about the growing use of cannabis among seniors and the unique risks for this population. I'm joined today by Dr. Allison Moore, Professor and Chief of Geriatrics, Gerontology and Palliative Care at the University of California, San Diego. I'm Todd Unger, AMA's Chief Experience Officer in Chicago. Dr. Moore, thanks for joining us. It is my pleasure to be here. Thank you. Now, when we talk about cannabis use, much of the chatter lately has been about teens or young adults. However, earlier this year, you and your colleagues published a study on a less talked about area, and that's cannabis use among seniors. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about that study and what you found? Thank you, yes. Well, Todd, cannabis use is rising among older adults, as you said, and that is in, just to define older adults, that is those who are age 65 and older. Um, using data from the National Survey of Drug Use and Health, we know that past year use of marijuana, as it's called in that survey, in the year 2021 was uh, a little more than 7% in this age group. But um, in 2012, the amount of uh, past year cannabis use uh, or marijuana use was 1.4% in 2012. So this is a five-fold increase over this time period. This motivated our group to study cannabis further in this age group. And in the study you mentioned, we examined trends in emergency department visits that were associated with cannabis use among older adults in California from um, the year 2005 to 2019. And we found that these rates increased more than 1,800% from almost 21 visits per 100,000 or 21 per 100,000 visits in 2020, 2005 to 395 per 100,000 visits in 2019. So you're starting off with kind of a low base, but you've got substantial increases there. What do you think is driving, you know, from 1.2 to 7 uh, in terms of the percentage of folks uh, that are using cannabis? Well, it's um, number one, it's the legalization of cannabis. So most states now have legalized cannabis um, in some form. And so that is really part of the reason that the rates are increasing. Another one is that the people who are now in the older age group, the 65 plus are part of the baby boomer generation. And we know this generation has more permissive attitudes about substance use. And then third, and maybe more, more most important is that older adults are using cannabis to treat symptoms that aren't easily managed um, by other uh, med traditional treatments or conventional treatments, medications. Um, so those are the, the three big things we think are really driving these increased rates. Well, let's talk a little bit about the last one that you mentioned uh, in regard to kind of treating symptoms like that. Do seniors uh, actively engage their doctors about those issues, uh, either with why they're using cannabis or what might be happening uh, in combination with it? What, what questions do you hear the most often? Well, so it's interesting, um, it, my patients, you know, the reason I got into this area actually is that my patients were asking me about cannabis use about three, four years ago. And I was like, I know nothing about this. I know nothing about this at all. And so it motivated me to understand more about it. Um, I would say that um, that is a little unusual um, in that I think still most physicians don't have a um, great understanding of much of what cannabis is and how it can um, affect older adults and how it is even used by older adults. So um, there's a ton to be learned in this area. Um, Dr. Moore, just to kind of put a point on that, um, you know, from your 2020 study, 
It's just 41% of seniors told their health care provider about their cannabis use. Is that, is that right? Um, yes, we did. We did. This study was uh, the one you referred to as a study we did in our geriatrics clinic in 2019. And we surveyed our patients using an, an anonymous survey. Truly, we did not know who they were. And we found that of those who were using Canvas, which was about 15 percent of the people who answered the survey, as you stated, 41 percent had told their doctors they were using it. We know from others work and some of our ongoing work that um, some older adults feel comfortable sharing this with their healthcare providers and others do not. And I think it's primarily because cannabis is still illegal federally um, and in six states. And so there's stigma around its use. Not everyone feels that they can talk to their physicians about this. We also know that older adults who are using cannabis or interested in using it want to know about its, you know, how, good, how e efficacious it is in treating their concerns and about the safety of using cannabis, particularly in combination with their, um, their prescription medications. Dr. Moore, I should really ask you, in addition to the, the, the questions that you're getting asked, really for starters, what do you think is driving the trend of cannabis use among seniors? Well, um, it's increasingly clear that older adults are using cannabis primarily to treat the symptoms of pain and insomnia. Um, these are conditions that have been challenging to manage using existing treatments. And we also know that some of the treatments that used to be commonly used to treat pain, mostly opioids and insomnia, a variety of sedatives can be dangerous and are not recommended. So many older adults are really with, with these conditions are suffering and they feel stuck. Um, so older adults are also turning to cannabis to treat mental health concerns such as anxiety and depression and for caregivers of those with dementia to treat some of the negative behavioral complications of dementia, such as agitation. Curated from more than 3,000 major newspapers, magazines, and journals, the AMA Morning Rounds newsletter delivers the top stories in healthcare right to your inbox Monday through Friday. Subscribe today and check out all the AMA's free newsletters at ama-assn.org slash my inbox. That's ama-assn.org slash my inbox. And, you know, do you think the trend toward kind of legalization then is kind of open up the floodgates? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Much, you know, again, it's more normalized to be able to use it so people feel more comfortable, you know, really experimenting at this point is what it is. So we have a situation where we've got an increase in seniors who are turning to cannabis for medical reasons, and they're, of course, not always telling their doctors about it. What are the, some of the potential risks related to cannabis that you'd want senior patients to know about? So um, one of the things that's important, not just for cannabis, but for many older adults, is that as people age, they're at higher risk for harm from all types of medications, for example, sedatives and certain pain medications like opioids and, and substances like alcohol and cannabis. So this is because with aging, there are changes in our physiology that affect how we react to a particular dose of a medication or substance, usually with the result that you need less of that medication to get the intended effect or that the medication is in your system for a longer period of time than when you were younger. So for example, cannabis is a fat soluble substance and with increasing age, you have more 
body fat relative to water. Those are the two components we think about with physiology. So that means that cannabis sticks around your system longer than it would when you were younger. Also, as we age, we're more likely to have more comorbidities or conditions that can complicate the use of substances and medications. So for example, you may take um, you know, multiple medications for multiple conditions, but those medications can interact with each other or have some negative outcome when used with each other. So the cannabis, we still need to learn a lot more about how it interacts with medications, but since it is a substance, it, 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 but cannabis is a substance that's incredibly complicated. It's um, been really difficult to study. I'd say this because cannabis is composed of more than 100 cannabinoids, including the ones we're most commonly aware of, THC, which is the one that has psychoactive effects, affects your brain and how you think and, and, and act, and CBD, which really doesn't have that so much. So um, further, older adults have older other risks, being more vulnerable to the impacts of substance um, on their brains. So they have higher risk for problems with thinking and coordination. Um, and so given THC's impact on the brain, this can really be a challenge. So Dr. Moore, if I'm hearing you right, there are some specific ways that cannabis can affect seniors differently. Any other kinds of things that seniors should know uh, about this? Um, so not just seniors, but all people should really know that cannabis has um, uh, potential negative effects on your um, your lungs, your heart, your brain. It can interact with medications. It can lead to dependence on the on the on cannabis. So, for example, um, for the lungs, smoking or vaping um, cannabis can cause lung injury. This is true because of the smoke. Um, it has toxic substances in it. It can also affect your heart. So if you're consuming high amounts of, of uh, particularly THC, you have an increased risk for um, elevations in your heart rate and your blood pressure. This can increase your risk for stroke or heart attack and other vascular diseases. Also, you know, THC-containing products directly affect the brain. That can increase um, risk for anxiety or even paranoia and other types of psychosis. And um, we've spoken about the interaction with medications, which is really unknown yet in, for the most part. And as we mentioned at the beginning of this conversation, our article on um, ED visits associated with cannabis is real and associated primarily with people having motor vehicle accidents and falls. Um, finally, in cannabis can increase your risk for poisoning. So if you're using cannabis as an edible, like a gummy or a tincture, it takes between 30 to two minutes to two hours to see the effect of that cannabis, the desired effect you're looking for. And so people may not may feel like they should be experiencing that sooner, so they take more and more, and they end up in an overdose situation, which can lead to you know anxiety, psychosis, and, and loss of consciousness. So it's it's a lot of a lot of risks associated with cannabis. It, again, depending on the nature of how you're using it, how much you're using it, the type of product. Well, let's uh, have a final question here that kind of puts it all together. You've got more seniors uh, that are, are are interacting with cannabis more than likely not talking to their doctor about it and the potential for serious harm here. How should physicians work to kind of increase transparency, comfort for their patients to talk with them about this? 
Thank you for that. Um, so it's important to be open to the topic. Like other potentially sensitive topics like use of other substances, alcohol, other drugs, and items like sexual function, it's important to be non-judgmental and to be comfortable when you're asking. Um, the most important thing to do, number one, is to ask. We find that if you don't ask, you just don't know. So it's important to regularly ask your patients about their use of all kinds of substances and to ask in a way that normalizes a potentially positive response that is they're using it. So instead of asking, do you use cannabis? You might ask, how often do you use cannabis for medical or recreational purposes? You might even preface that by saying that, you know, you're going to be asking in the context of your conversation about use of medication and substances that may affect health. And so asking about substances like alcohol, tobacco, cannabis. Um, if the older adult then says, yes, they're using cannabis, you can follow up by asking if they use it for medical and or recreational purposes. And then you can ask, so for what reasons do they use it? Do they use it for pain or sleep or anxiety or to relieve stress? You can then ask what type of types of products they use. Are they THC only? Um, those you can only get a dis dispensary. Um, THC and CBD, same thing, only available at a dispensary, or only CBD, that, those you can get at the grocery store, at the drugstore, on, you know, online. And how they, you can ask how they use it, that is, do they smoke it or vape it, do they use it as a gummy or a tincture or a topical like a cream? This, of course, presumes that physicians know a pretty decent amount about cannabis, which I think is still not the case for most of us. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I only know as much as I do because my patients started asking me about it and I decided to learn more and in part because I've spent most of my career investigating alcohol use in older adults. So looking at cannabis made sense for me to um, look at it really much further. Dr. Moore, this has been so interesting and I'm sure our audience will find this really helpful. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back soon with another AMA update in the meantime. You can find all our videos and podcasts at ama-assn.org slash podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Please take care.